Hi guys, <laughs> how are y'all doing? I hope well. Um, I hope y'all don't want to murder me or anything. So this is, you know, a midweek mini-sode. It's supposed to be, it started off as a mini-sode, but honestly, I wrote a whole script. I just had to keep writing. And this script is, you know, full episode length. So it's just going to be a midweek upload. Um, and, you know, as you can see by the title, it's talking about accepting yourself this year and setting that intention because it's time, you know, it's just time. It's time to stop being fearful of like what other people are thinking or are going to say about you and like how you feel about you and giving input on how you should feel about you and also trying to um validate your liking of you by the opinions of other people or see in your mind like create scenarios and like narratives based on how other people would react if you felt this way, this great way about you. It's time to stop. And like, yeah, I had to get intricate like that to show y'all that like, you can't hide. (laughs) You can't hide nothing from me, you know? Because I know, because I go through it. I go through it too. I know all of these little intricate things that our mind does in order to get validation on how to base that on how we should feel about ourselves. You know? So no, you cannot hide from me. (laughs) If I just freaked you out by like, yo, how did she know that? I didn't even know that. But when she said it, it resonated heavily. I, I know I'd be doing that. Yeah. I know too, because I be doing it, because I've done it, because I've lived through it, and because I have lived it, and I know what goes into it, you know, I know, and so, child, if y'all can hear my radiator right now, just be grateful that your girl is warm, (laughs) speaking of your girl, who is your girl, I know I just like really flipped the script because I have more to say about that. But we should just get into, you know, these niceties now because I'll eventually get more into that topic later. But I am Nicole Heels. If this is your first time and this is your first episode, welcome. Oh my gosh. Are you in for a ride? First of all, if you're here from somewhere else, and you notice I have a podcast. Hello. Um, I'd love, you know, to hear where, you know, you first encountered me. So on that platform, feel free to shoot me a DM and be like, hey, know you from Instagram, listen to your podcast. It was lit. It was popping. <laughs> and let me know, you know, like what you resonated with. And what you liked about an episode or what episode you liked. Even if you do that just by liking a post that I make, you know, on the platform that references the podcast or references 
references this episode, that's okay too. You know, any, that is a form of compensation for me, which I'll get into later. But showing appreciation for my work, it really goes a long way as a creator, you know? And I just want to say to all the people who who have done that, who have hit me up, who have DM'd me, who have commented, you know, on my Instagram under my posts, on my TikToks under my posts, who have DM'd me on Twitter or tweeted at me, Somebody tweeted me an episode. Like they had the link on their own. And they quoted something from the episode. And I was just baffled. I was like, yo. <laughs> like people really listen to me. That's crazy. But yeah, y'all really do. And I really do appreciate it. So who am I? I am Nicole Hills. I am a spiritualist. I am a divine healer. And I focus, I make content based on healing and I focus much much or most of my content on inner child healing. And that is just because I feel like, and I know, I know like <laughs> childhood is the place where you need to go to figure out exactly who you are because it's so special it's like a library you know it's like a time capsule because it holds both your authentic self that you were yes even as a child you know it holds your authentic self your authentic character your authentic behavior you know your authentic what is that word? It starts with an E. The your authentic emotions? No, but it wasn't emotions. Your expression. Expression. Your authentic expression. Which is just it's your core. That's the core. Your authentic expression is the core of who you are. Because it holds how you respond to things. You know, how you respond to certain things. And that's what makes us different by our response to certain things. And so as a child, you had a natural way of responding that was specific to you before, you know, all of your like life experiences and possible harm you went through. But like, let's be real. You would not be here if you ain't went through no childhood harm. be real so like the harm you went through before that influenced you know more of your personality more of who you were and caused you to respond in certain ways you had a natural authentic expression that caused you to respond in your unique way and so your childhood holds that and then it holds the other you of who you turned into due to your harm you know And it holds the transitionary period, like the actual harm. And it's in this transitionary period, it's in observing the whole shebang, but the transitionary period that we can learn a lot because it can show us both sides. 
And you know what? I'll put a pin in it right there because I could create a whole episode just based on that. But yes, that is who I am. That's what I do. That's why I do it, honey. And by integrating the inner child, you can just go through life as your full self. But also, which I'll get into in this video, in this video, in this episode, liking yourself, you know, because life is so much easier when you do take it from a Leo, honey. (laughs) Life is so much easier when you love yourself, when you're a little vain, when you believe you are the main character and you act like it. Life is so much more fun. It's so much more colorful, you know, because it's all about you and it's not inappropriately about other people. So on that note, Moving on, ways to compensate moi because this work, it is, you know, I love doing it. It is a labor of love, but it's still a labor and it's still coarse. And so um, it costs my energy as well. So starting with non-monetary ways to compensate me, like I said before, leave a like you know, leave a comment on my social platforms. That really does go a long way because not only does it get me to other people's feeds and get me more visible, um, which, you know, also by sharing my content does that tremendously as well. But, um, it helps me just to grow my community and reach more people that need this type of healing, honey. So that is greatly appreciated on TikTok, Twitter. Yeah, on TikTok and Twitter, I am at Nicole Heels. Instagram is the only place where there's a dot between Nicole, you know, and Heels. I won't get into that because, you know what, today is just not that day. <laughs> but if you listen to other, other episodes, you'll know why that is. But yes, so I hope I'm not forgetting the platform that I'm on but yes everything pretty much at Nicole Hills and on there is where you can view my content additional content that I make about healing and you can share it you could like it you could comment you can dm me something that you liked and I'll greatly appreciate it you can share this podcast as well you can also I always forget to get into this review it on apple um podcasts but also anywhere where you're listening to this and it allows you to review, do it. You know, it'll help me a lot. It'll help me to be more visible, like I said. Um, and yeah, it'll help, help, help me. <laughs> I also do have a Patreon where I do have additional healing content uh, that you can check out. Um, my writing, journal prompts as well. Um, yeah. So if you like to read, definitely go check that out. Patreon.com slash Nicole Heels. And yeah, moving on. Monetary ways to compensate me um, is also through Patreon because there are some free posts, but there are uh, some other posts that are behind the paywall where you can subscribe and look at for $4.44 a month. Or if you wish to just support me in general, you know, as a creator, 
as for being you know a divine healer for being a spirit um not for being a spiritualist but you know for um sending out this healing work it is greatly appreciated if you want to donate to my cash app it is n-i-c-c-c-1 as well as my venmo and yeah we're done with that great moving on so first off i want to say y'all i know y'all was waiting on me and depending on me to post for new year's with you know just a great message to send in the new year i'm sorry i wasn't able to be you know on that like crux of 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 when time just really is not real you know between christmas and new year's (laughs) you know (laughs) i know a lot of y'all listen to this podcast and you know a pick me up around that time would have been beneficial I had a YouTube video that I put all of my energy, I had to put all of my energy into to post for the new year. And so if you want to go check that out, feel free to, because I did put a lot of energy into it, y'all. And, you know, it's on my channel. It's about starting a new routine and how to do that. And three tips that I give y'all, three main tips about how to start a new routine. And yeah, just go on my YouTube and it's the newest video and the title is new year new me now what but here i am with a midweek episode because i just didn't want to leave y'all hanging for a few for a full week you know and for this episode i just want to push y'all into accepting yourself this year you know set that intention because it's time It's time to lean into that, you know, acceptance of your full self, you know, of the good and the quote unquote bad. And of course, yeah, accept the harsh truths about yourself and, you know, blah, 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 healing. But it's time to accept that you, that you are right now and all that comes with you, you know, and do it with a smile, do it with appreciation for yourself and just who you are right now you know you deserve to be appreciated truly appreciated for being you earlier I did this meditate I literally wrote the script today like right before I started recording this and earlier I was doing this meditation um by this channel called great meditation it truly is great. I highly recommend it, especially if you're trying to get into meditating for the new year. You know, they have short 10-minute ones, even five-minute ones that are guided meditations that are can be a really good resource into getting you, you know, into that habit because it really does. It really does set the tone for the day. And so... I think the title was something about like being thankful for your unique you. And she said something that made me emotional, you know, something about being valued, you know, as the person that you are. And that word just hit, you know, a lot of us growing up. As children, me included, I was definitely one of those children, don't 
really feel valued as a child. Our parents may not have known how to show that, you know? And for people like me who needed attention, who needed special attention, especially, you know, like with the way I was treated, but just who needed... I feel like all children need attention. But like for me... I needed to hear, you know, the pride in me to truly feel valued. And that is something that you should set an intention to putting into yourself and to integrating into your life. Think about what makes you feel valued. Write it down so you can give it to yourself, but also so you can chase it. So you can let it come. So you can look for it in people who are trying to enter your life. You know, it's time to be appreciated. It's time to be accepted for the full person that you are. It's time to only accept people in your life who are capable of doing exactly that. You know, it's time to value who you are right now and don't look into the future and like bask in this future identity and image that you have of yourself, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be so popping. I'm going to be such a baddie. I'm not going to be scared no more. I'm not going to be anxious anymore. Future me is going to be this and that. Like, yeah, manifest and all that. Like, but Apply that energy, that excitement, that admiration, that adoration to who you are right now. And if you can't find anything, it's time to look harder. It's time to dig. It's time to dig. It's time to dig. You cannot spend another year not appreciating yourself, not accepting yourself. And so it's time to dig. It's time to look harder. Cut your current self some slack. You know? You are... No, who you are right now deserves your love too. They deserve that warm and fuzzy and determined feeling you feel when you think about your great future and your great future self. You know, set that intention for this new year to truly like yourself and like who you are right now because you deserve it. And I'm not saying that this doesn't take work and I'm not saying that it's easy, you know, especially when you deal with low self-esteem and other mental health Um, I'm trying not to say issues anymore. I have to, I still haven't picked or found another word but mental health happenings (laughs) maybe that's the word I'll use as I transition to another word but that's you know that's all the more reason to make that effort to try and like yourself because of the fact that you may have low self-esteem Because life is so much easier when you like yourself. Like I said, take it from a Leo. (laughs) Life is so much more fun when you're vain a little bit. Or the, the amount of vain that you're comfortable with. 
Me, I fully look at myself in every car mirror that I walk past. And I know how I look. And I know I look good. And I want to see it each and every time. That's that's my personal thing. And that's fine. That's what I'm comfortable with. I'm comfortable with being a little vain. And we all should. That is my true Leo opinion. We all should be a little vain. We all should be a little quote unquote too into ourselves. Because who else is going to do that? Who else is going to show us that attention? Who else is going to show us that adoration? You know? Do it so you won't need it from a partner and you won't solely be with someone just because they do it well. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing with the society. Like, they be trying to fault people for being vain or whatever. Or just liking themselves a little too much for other people's comfort. But it's like, who else is going to do that? What are you supposed to do when you're single and you don't get that anymore from your lover? Are you just supposed to feel bad about yourself? Or are you supposed to still give it to yourself? Hello? <laughs> Even with a lover, you know? you know, Y'all know what I'm trying to say, child. I don't need... I don't need that nuance that society needs so bad for whatever reason because they try to be obtuse and dense. But yeah, take it from a Leo. Your life is so much better and easier when you truly like and accept who you are. And you can then start to admire yourself. (laughs) How you look, yeah, but also who you authentically are, your authentic expression. And here's how. So I use this example that has been in my mind for a while that I know I got online, but I don't know which platform, but it feels very Tumblr-ish, but also very Twitter-y. And I think it may be both. It may have just originated from Tumblr and then got picked up by Twitter as well. But... You know, odds are in a society that tells you to hate your body specifically, it's going to be hard to not fall to that conditioning. And so don't feel bad for not liking your body. You know, that's literally the norm here. It's normal to not like your stomach and your midsection and to find problems with it. It's normal to find problems with every and any part of your body. (laughs) But keep in mind, or keep this in mind, you know, on your journey to liking it and loving it in the long run by liking it a little and a little more each day, that by choosing something you like about it every day, even if it's just one thing, in fact, start off with it being one thing. By choosing something you like about your body every day as you get dressed, you know, bonus points if you're naked, (laughs) you are doing yourself a great service because you're identifying something that you like and you're not relying on other people to like it for you. 
you know you're not relying on other people to be your self-esteem or to be your source of it you know of course you know it's unrealistic to just like your whole body out of nowhere even if it's within societal norms you know and so look in that mirror and find something and point it out to yourself that you like it adore it a little be a little vain about it you know say a little you bitches could never (laughs) feel excited about the fact that it's there and that it looks like that and that it's part of you and something that's part of you looks that good and looks good to you which probably has not happened in a while and that's fine you know we live in a society that makes us not that makes us not like ourselves and like our body you know and so you know be a little naked a little more strut in the mirror a little more and I know it's weird at first but trust me it gets easier you know even if it's challenging to be naked in front of the mirror and just fully look at yourself it was like that for me But I started doing it more and more and started picking at least one thing about myself that I liked. And now I be strutting in the mirror (laughs) in true, you know, Leo fashion. I be strutting in it, across it. I be dancing, you know. And it's done wonders for my self-esteem and for seeing my body as what it actually is rather than trying to force it to be something else with my mind rather than trying to force it into a norm in order for me to accept it and that's a great metaphor for liking yourself and so as you look at your body you know smack it a little bit you know ain't no no one's watching give a little smack give a little rub you know give it a little feel a little caress It's you. It's not weird. (laughs) Because you deserve this. And you deserve, like I said before, to give this to yourself rather than relying on other people to give it for you. And society will make you think that relying on other people to tell you who you are is normal. But having the confidence to know who you are and what you are is weird. And that's because society is insecure as hell. And of course, confidence is going to be weird to society as a whole. But I don't mean you got to listen. You know? And so, going with the metaphor. And your body is also yourself. So, like, don't just use it as a metaphor. Use it for real that you should not have to box yourself into a whole nother person, a whole nother image, a whole nother shape in order to be accepted. And you shouldn't have had to do it as a child, but you don't have to do it now with yourself, you know? And so know As you go on a little bit more every day, trying to accept yourself, trying to like yourself, trying to accept your body, trying to like your body, 
This will change and fluctuate every day. Just as your body and yourself changes and fluctuates every day, just as your mood does. So if for one day or one week, you don't like something and then the next you find yourself liking it, don't go and try to find and figure out why. Just bask in its glory and your glory for the amount of time that you feel in it. And eventually you will know your body and yourself more and you will have a more accurate view of it, a more authentic view of its authentic image. And, you know, you may end up liking it. Oh, shocker. (laughs) You may end up authentically liking it. Liking it, it in all of its authentic glory. God forbid you do that. (laughs) And so find out what you like about you without anybody else's input. And don't go seeking validation about it from others later down the line. Because this is about solely you accepting you and not about other people accepting you. And so... In order to document this journey and keep it in your mind, you got a journal. Yep, you cannot escape journaling here. If it's your first time or you've been listening for a while and you're still not journaling, I'm judging you. Get a journal. Make that one of your intentions. Get a journal. And get into the habit of journaling frequently by taking this time to journal every day for 30 days. And you can start each journal entry with something that you like about your body that day. And then second, second, with something that you're liking about yourself that day. Something that you're just admiring about yourself. I admire my optimism, even if it's just that. It can be the smallest thing. I admire the shape of my fingernails. And that can be the one thing about your body. And then another little thing about yourself. I like my laugh can be the one thing about yourself. And you're done. And that could be your journal entry. You know, know that those babies, it takes those types of baby steps to reconfigure your whole self-esteem that's been calibrated and built for years to be what it is now. It's going to take those baby steps and that's okay, you know, but it's time Two, number one, appreciate the baby steps because they matter a whole lot. But it's also time to just accept the parts of you that other people could not or did not accept. Mm -hmm. It's time to accept that mouth and that outspokenness that your parents just couldn't get about you or like about you. You know, they couldn't handle it. And that's okay. But it ain't your problem anymore. 
It does not have to be. It truly does not. And you're not less loving and you're not a bad child and you're not a bad person for making it not your problem anymore. No matter how much they try to guilt trip you. Because that's one of the intricate things about other humans and about emotions that really just you don't notice it until you catch it and until you hear it that someone else's insecurities are made your problem you know and that if you accept those things if you accept things about yourself no scratch that actually if you make other people's feelings other people's insecurities not about you anymore and you take that responsibility off of your shoulders how people will make you feel and think that you're doing something bad it's crazy and all the intricate ways in which we do this and that we don't even notice is also really really wild to encounter and to see you know to be aware of to be awakened to and so I'm letting you know that this may happen but Remember what I'm saying now that it ain't your problem and you're not less of a good person for allowing someone to deal with their own feelings. <laughs> and know that this is just due to a discomfort within the other person about their own feelings. It is not personal and it's not about you. And so it's not your problem. And so it's time to appreciate your voice. Hey, I did. And now I talk, 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 talk. (laughs) But I've come into my purpose of being a teacher, a talker, you know? Because if I wasn't comfortable talking, I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't even be able to feel the joy from doing this. If I didn't accept that about myself, that I have a voice, that I like to talk, and that I appreciate my voice, even after being told to shut up by my parents and by a lot of people in my childhood. And so think about that the next time you get scared accepting these great traits about yourself that people could not handle that these are the traits that are that hold your authentic expression and that will bring you into your purpose and your power it's time to appreciate your independence your desire for autonomy and all of these things that made you rebellious mm-hmm that made you a quote-unquote bad child. It's time to celebrate them now because they were part of who you were authentically before you were forced to transform into a muted version of yourself. 
And it ain't your fault that the people that were in charge of you could not handle it. And so it's time to celebrate them. It's time to remember them. Acknowledge them so that you can integrate them and figure out how to fit them back into your current life in a healthy way. How to fit your authentic self and your authentic traits, your authentic behaviors into your current life so that you can live authentically and actually like yourself. It's time to accept those things your parents specifically didn't or couldn't accept about you for their own reasons. It was hard not to take it personally because we were children, yeah. And it's still hard not to take it personal at the current age that we are, yes. But consider the fact that they are their own people. And I know as a child, like, the ways that our parents put their emotions onto us and make their emotions our responsibility and make their preferences our responsibility and that we're responsible for acting out their preferences on how they would like us to be. (laughs) How that tells us that we do have a responsibility to it. And it inappropriately enmeshes us with them. And that now our behavior relies on their well-being and their emotional well-being. But that should have never happened. And if you want me to make that a whole separate episode, I I I will. It it it's 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 a script, it's a weak script, but I should get into that soon. Because it's a game changer, child. (laughs) It's a game changer if there ever was one. But consider the fact that they are their own people with their own life experiences and their own anxieties who lived in their own time in a society that was different in some ways, in a lot of ways, and the same in a lot of ways too as this one but was different in some ways that influenced their opinions, thoughts, their actions, and their preferences. And that influenced their behavior all throughout their lives. And so you might have made them anxious by how, solely by how outgoing you were, by how strong-willed you were, as a child because that doesn't it does not compute in children strong willedness in children is automatic disrespect (laughs) and so it's not a trait that children are supposed to have it's just supposed to magically come out of nowhere when you're an adult or when it's time to be strong willed not with them though ever (laughs) But yeah, you might have made them anxious by how independent you were. I did. I know I did, child. By how you questioned authority. They were taught to be scared of that when they were children. To be afraid also of that person 
who was rebellious and who was disruptive and who was willing to disrupt the status quo. Of course, the status quo gonna go after that person, after that, you know, virus, after that tumor to their way of living and make them out to be such a villain. And so they grew to be afraid, them and their peers grew to be afraid of that person and of being that person, which created a lot of shame because we are naturally powerful and strong-willed, you know? And so think about the fact that they have those traits too and are just holding it back out of shame. You know, it's a part of their own shadow. And so when they saw it in their child, it genuinely scared them. And of course, they did not react in a way that that really translated, I am scared. <laughs> so it may be hard to, to, to understand or see, but yeah, trust me, below a lot of our strong, harsh reactions to things is fear and anxiety and shame. And so, you scared them when you came out to be that exact person or with those exact traits that they were taught to fear and told not to be. You know, you see that? Do you see that disconnect and that how they reacted to you is not directly due to you or anything that you did? It was due to the traits you embodied and you naturally had and their own life experience with it, their own anxieties to it due to the society they lived in, you know? And so they reacted to you, not really you, but you, you know, it's weird like that, but because they were told to never be that person. And so it's time to realize that it's time to take that responsibility off of you and do away with that. Throw that shit in the garbage. And appreciate who you truly are and were before it was forced out of you. It's time to scrap the narrative that it's bad to like yourself. Take it from a Leo. (laughs) All of what I just said before, let me tell you firsthand, you deserve to like yourself. You deserve to like how you look and to look at yourself repeatedly for it. (laughs) it's you deserve to teach you teach yourself what there is to like about yourself and you're not vain for that you know because who really cares even if you were vain who would really care insecure people this society makes us very insecure you know and so yeah people have an unnatural caring for other people's confidence but they don't really care about you specifically they would care that much about anyone 
And so it's not personal. And since it's not personal, it don't really matter. (laughs) It's them fighting with themselves and their own discomforts. Just like your parents were with who you turned out to be. Unfortunately, we get the runoff. But when you accept that it's okay to like yourself, you'll watch the runoff walk straight by you and go latch on to something else and somebody else. Like, I know in the past, also, our peers in school made it seem like it was the worst thing in the world to like yourself as well because they were dealing with their own insecurities and didn't know how to handle it as children. You know, we aren't taught that. We aren't even taught how to handle our emotions or make sense of them. So we couldn't make sense of it. We just knew how to project. (laughs) But just know that it truly was not personal. Personal anecdote from my childhood that has to do with when it seems like your own parents don't want you to like yourself you know of course this is an example of like how it actually is not true due to our childlike mind we perceived it to be true but if you went through like instances and emotional harm and verbal abuse where you know your parent did not want you to like yourself know that you were not bugging you know this is just for whoever resonates with it but we all have our own life experiences and personally I'm so sorry that you went through that you did not deserve that and so all the more reason to start with these little bits of liking yourself but so moving on I'd sense that If I was punished, you know, then I needed to seem all like sad and downtrodden, at least for like a good 15, 20 minutes afterward. But nah, honestly, for like the whole day, for a good few days, or else I would likely have received like more punishment and more of like hovering over me and watching my every move. And... If I seem happy-go-lucky, then it's like after they had just punished me or during like a time frame when they felt I should have been sad and downtrodden and feeling bad about myself, then I noticed it was like a lot of nitpicking, telling me to do things, nitpicking at what I was doing and how I wasn't doing it good. And it felt like I just could not like myself. I just could not be in a good mood. I just could not be myself around them, you know? And it caused me to to develop this robot that I would turn on and off whenever I was around them and anyone that embodied them. But also the whole outside world as well. Because as a child, you sense that with other people. Where they don't want you to like yourself. But also, you feel a danger that comes with liking yourself. That you don't want other people 
You don't want other people to see it and try to take it away. And so I was a robot for a while, you know, to the outside world. And that had to do with my parents wanting and needing to feel like they were doing something when they were punishing me. Or else they'd feel like the punishment wasn't enough, you know, like to break me down and like make me know that what I did was wrong and how I was behaving was wrong. And ultimately who I was being was wrong and it was not accepted by them, you know, but ultimately They do this out of fear of their own power being taken away by the punishment not being good enough that I wasn't like all downtrodden and like, oh, trying to make a change, you know? That ego shit that a lot of parents have that causes an inappropriate enmeshment you know, with their feelings and their self-esteem and their sense of power, personal sense of power and your behavior. Like, yuck. Yuck. I remember I've always felt that, but never knew how to put it into words. But the first time I discovered that, I was just like, ugh, yuck. Because for a lot of my childhood, I was just like, yo, get off of me. Like, what are... What, why are you so like invested in me? Like, I know I'm your child, but what is this investment? I never understood it until, (laughs) until I understood this. And like, until I understood it deeper that them, my behavior as a child impeded on their ability to be a parent. And because a parent being a parent is something that like society it's a it's a societal role but it's a societal achievement and like being a parent is supposed to look and feel a certain way as told by society and so if I was not doing my part and and playing my role as a quote-unquote good child then I could not let them be a good parent And that's ultimately like the role and image, you know, outside image is what caused this inappropriate enmeshment with each other, them with me. And I fucking hated it. (laughs) I hated it so much as a child. I was like, oh my gosh, these people, they're so invested in what I'm doing. Please leave me alone. But yes. So I learned from that time that, especially since, you know, I got in trouble a lot. (laughs) Yo, I was like, this is going to be a mini soul. This is going to be a whole long episode, child. Oh gosh. Listen, I told y'all I could talk. (laughs) But I learned from that time that it's bad to like myself. That's one of the narratives that my child mind concocted. That it's bad to like myself. That I wasn't allowed to like myself. Especially since my parents were always trying to change me. You know? 
because they did not approve of who I was be how I was being and like our behavior informs our, like is our personality you know so it's like you didn't approve of who I was and so to show like or love to myself being the person that I was would have been to them like a direct slap in the face as to say I'm undermining your authority by liking something that you don't approve of by being something that you don't approve of and and like you see that inappropriate like enmeshment like you see it and so I state all of that that well, because this may be something that you experienced too. And so it made you feel unsafe at some point to like yourself outwardly and like who you were from your parents. Like, um, like not from the um, experience with your peers, but with this experience with your parents. You know, you learn that it may feel be unsafe to like yourself outwardly and like who you are, especially if it's different than what other people want for you. And this is why you may feel like you don't deserve or you're not allowed to like yourself. Like if you like yourself, then you'll literally be in danger and that this joy is in danger of being extinguished. You know, and that power being taken away because of someone else's thoughts, opinions, and emotions about how you like yourself. And that's why we have this investment in trying to know what, uh, how other people like us, what they like about us, but if what they feel about us liking ourselves, you know? You know, because this time may have taught you that liking yourself would bring bring a sort of punishment. Yeah. And so you see how it's truly not personal. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. These fears that you have are just emotions that didn't get interpreted well by your child mind. And you didn't know what all of what was going on because you couldn't. Because you truly did not have the cognitive ability to figure this out. All of this that I just said out. You know, that's why we concoct narratives that we go by in life that really may not be true. A narrative that tells you I'm in danger of liking myself. That I should not like myself because of X, Y, Z. Know that that is most likely not true. And that the narratives, a lot of the narratives that you have about yourself are just not true. And I know it's scary because we've created a foundation out of these narratives. But know that they have the potential to be false. Just sit with that for this year. Know that it's not your responsibility to dislike yourself or like yourself in a muted way you know in order to not rock the boat and disrupt someone else's authority 
or someone else's insecurity or someone else's security within themselves. Because if they needed that to feel authoritative and to feel good and to feel powerful and to like themselves, that was a shaky foundation to begin with in the first place. And it's always going to be knocked over. No matter who, you know, it's directed at. Who it's built off of and you should be happy to knock it over because it does not belong on your back it's time to dish out these narratives and create new ones based off who you truly are and only you can show yourself who you are so accept yourself right now accept who you are accept that you are accept these great things about you that were made sour instead of sweet by other people who were all up in your kitchen trying to take the spot of head chef. <laughs> it's not a crime to like yourself. It's not a crime to be the main character. Nobody else should be trying to be the main character in your life. Nobody should make you feel like this. There are amazing things about you that you need and deserve and are most likely supposed to discover so that you can live a better life, so that you can discover your purpose and live in it, and so you can live a better life in love with yourself, in genuine love with yourself and who you are. And trust By loving yourself, you will attract more love to your life. Even more love and people that will showcase and exemplify this love that is just around you, this energy of love. And they will exemplify it by loving you properly in all of your glory. And all of your authentic glory and all that you should be loved. So open yourself up to that by setting that intention this year of accepting yourself, of accepting who you are right now and accept the love that comes with that right now. Don't wait for the future. Don't wait for the future. I saw this TikTok that was so good. Some girl that was like, how I live in the now or something like that. And she was saying how she doesn't wait to light that candle for next week when she's going to be, when she knows she's going to be cozy or, you know, she doesn't save things for special occasions. She indulges in it in the now, you know? Even if it's just a little sip of it. Even if it's just lighting a candle for five minutes. Indulge in all of your glory in the now. Accept all the love in the now. Don't just wait for a special occasion to love yourself. Do it right now. Don't wait for a, a set, a societally set appropriate time to love yourself, to show adoration for yourself, to accept yourself, to show pride in yourself. That's set in the future. Do it right now for the smallest things. 
Me, I've gotten into the habit of thanking myself in the shower for getting down there to that shower, even though I shower every day. It's still an accomplishment because I know how much willpower it takes to get into that shower. You know, I know how much willpower it takes to keep up with my routines. And that's why I thank myself every time I do something for myself. And I don't wait for this like big life experience or this big life, um, what do they call it? Um, milestone to show that appreciation. Because life is right now. That is exactly what she said. Life is right now. Life is right now. And so accept where you are right now. Accept yourself right now. So you can live life right now. And you can be in love right now. And you can accept all that life and love has to offer you right now and you can accept all the things you have to offer you right now that you're overlooking because you're in the future or because you're in the past and doubting yourself and you're accepting another past version of yourself instead of the person that you are right now so do that Accept yourself right now so that uh, you can just accept yourself right now. When I tell you how many of those sentences were supposed to be the concluding sentence of this episode, but I just kept going. That's why I was like, just accept yourself right now. Just do it. Just do it. And thank y'all so much for listening. This was supposed to be a mini so This was a regular episode. So, But it's still going to be uploaded midweek because I don't want to leave y'all hanging. I love y'all. It's time to accept yourself. Set that intention this year. It's time. It's time. So, y'all have a great week. A great rest of your year. I'm claiming it right now. And y'all will hear me in the next one. Bye and good luck on this journey. It's it's a it's it's an amazing one. It's truly amazing. All right, bye y'all. <laughs>